Hey, what's up? This is your girl, D. Brady. You are now tuned in to Liquid Era Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, first of all, I want to apologize because I personally was supposed to, I was supposed to record a podcast, come out with different episodes like a month or two ago. And a lot has been going on personally and now, obviously, this whole COVID situation and obviously um, just everything that's been going on in the world right now has been a lot and it has taken over my mental space um, so much. And it's like a, a inner battle with myself because while I need to get a certain um, order in my life, I also still have to push out content to keep pushing my platform to where I see it being. And it's hard to do that when I don't really have as much support and I also um, am not in the right mental space, right? So I have to just keep pushing, but sometimes I just don't feel like it. And I honestly have tried to record this podcast multiple times and each time midway through, I'm just like, I don't feel like this is good. I don't feel like continuing and I will stop because I don't want to give out um, just half-assed content. And I know that some people is like, what are you talking about? Like, you're good, da, da, da. but honestly, if you're not, you don't, if you don't feel good internally, you're not going to obviously reciprocate that on the outside. So I just want to let y'all know where I'm at, where I'm sitting in, and what happened, you know. But anyways, <laughs> anyways, let's get right into this episode. So in this episode, I'm definitely going to be talking about everything that has been going on lately. And this, this is just going to be an overall podcast but um, episode, but later on in the other episodes, I'm going to break it down into topics and I'm going to touch on it and I'm going to do interviews and just reach out to people and talk about different things. Just to remind you guys, Liquid Era is definitely for us millennials and the next generation, obviously. But this is getting millennials thoughts in how we process things, how we do things in this new era and everything that's been going on. Um, and also supporting creatives, supporting millennial creatives in their ventures in opening new businesses and, um, just new platforms and everything like that and giving advice because me, when I got into, the entertainment industry. I didn't have any mentors. Everything that I accomplished at a label or whatever, my past label, um, it was mainly me giving myself the opportunity and me pushing myself um, and having that knowledge, me giving myself that knowledge in order to, when we had new interns, give them the knowledge and help them out as well. So I found out that within my time, at a record label for three years. Within that time, I found out that I was really good at passing on knowledge down to 
other younger um, interns and helping them out and seeing and actually learning and growing. And I really want to help other millennials do that. And I would like to get interviews from other um, creatives and entrepreneurs and just like-minded people in the entertainment industry to give advice on their ups and downs on their venture and their journey within the entertainment industry, whether they are um, broadcast, whether they are an executive at a label or an actress, an actor, whatever it is within the entertainment industry, because we're all creatives, right? So that's what Liquid Era is for. Getting into this new era, obviously, you see what's going on. We're not taking no bullshit. And that's what it is, you know, Liquid Era, Liquid. We don't conform to just one thing. We are everything. We are multitasked. Um, we're multitasking. We're doing everything that we can in order to build generation, generational, generational, sorry, <laughs> generational wealth, and just to do better for the next generation um, after us, right? So that's what Liquid Era is all about, right? And just have a mad dope style at while you're doing it. Period. <laughs> so that's what it is, and I just want to keep reminding y'all. And as soon as I find, like you know. A quicker way to say all of that, I will continue saying that in every podcast episode so you guys can get it. Don't forget to follow Liquid Era on Instagram, liquid underscore era is spelled just how it's said, liquid, regular spelling, underscore era, E-R-A, period. It's nothing more, nothing less. Um, go ahead and follow, and obviously you'll see a dope 90s aesthetic, 90s and 2000s aesthetic on that Instagram because I love those eras. I feel like it was life-changing, and I feel like we are life-changing. We know what's going to happen next Um we're fighting for what's going to happen next. So that's what this is all about. So I thank you guys for supporting me, honestly, and being patient with me <laughs> and understanding. Because I feel like, even though probably not, but I feel like eyes are on me. Like, okay, Denise, like you started this platform. What's next? And um, sorry, but personally wise, if I'm not okay, I'm not going to give out not okay content. So that's just it. But like I said, we're going to touch on everything. So obviously this black, the Black Lives Matter movement and the injustice of black people has turned this world around. 2020 has already been just turned around. It's a leap year. So it's a crazy year. Um, and everything is just going on. People are leaving us left and right. Rest in peace to the beautiful souls that has um, passed away due to um, police brutality or um, COVID-19 and just the government just not caring about their people at all. And also to the people who have lost their lives to just injustice of just nasty people with um, rape and just gun violence and everything of that nature. I am completely sorry. And some of the things that I have seen and read is just completely disgusting. And it's all over my timeline. You cannot ignore it because obviously in this new day and age, we are on social media every day. Um, Rather you're going on there for a laugh, rather you're going on there just to promote your business or just to say a little one piece or whatever, you have to see it. It's in your face and you can't ignore it. And sometimes, especially the amount of people who have no jobs, you're constantly on the internet looking for a job or just scrolling through for opportunities or whatever. And 
it's in your face. And sometimes that can also take over your mental being. So I apologize to the families that are going through it and the personal people who are just going through it right now um, due to those things. But I am also very proud of our people because we are consistently down the government officials and people who are the gatekeepers and everything who are everybody who are on a higher level. We are keeping them accountable and we are demanding not only respect, but justice, equality. And it makes me super proud to be a part of this generation that is pushing that and using my voice to uplift that because I've always been a person who is, I I guess you, some people would say pro-black. I'm always the person who always fight for um, the person who doesn't get the right opportunities. Um, I guess you would say how we, oh, I can't think of the word right now, but the person in the story who always seemed the weakest you root for, right? Um, In a hero story, you want them to win at the end. That's Black people. And that's me watching us and being a part of the movie, rooting for us because we have fought for so long and the generations and it just continues and we do not get tired. Like we are tired, period. But um, at the same time, we're continuing to march. At the same time, we're, com- we're continuing to voice, to use our voices. And if a part of us is tired, there's another friend or another family member who's not tired who will help us pick up and, you know, go ahead and take your break while I go ahead and use my voice at this time and vice versa. And also a lot of our peers, the good peers that we have, um, you know, thankful for the ones who have checked up and be like, hey, are you okay? How are you doing? How are you, how are you feeling honestly? And that means a lot as well. Like um, a couple people have asked me that and I look at the text or whatever and I just like, oh, I just want to break down and cry because if you're being honest with yourself, you're not okay. You know, it, it takes a, it takes a toll on your mentality. And, um, yeah, I just, I really applaud us for really just trying to break the cycle and really hold these people accountable because it just don't make any sense to, to have to fight tooth and nail for what should be common sense, you know? And speaking of just getting into you know, holding people accountable and those things. One of the things that I have really, really got really passionate about was seeing that companies are now opening up seats for Black people to get more opportunities um, or just bringing acknowledgement towards the movement. Now, the pros and cons, obviously, that you guys have seen on the internet, but also have been talked about is that a lot of these companies, they took their slow time to actually come out about Black Lives Matter and, you know, sorry, um, speaking to their employees and actually being genuinely concerned for their employees. Um, and I think the reason why is because at first they're thinking, okay, well, this will only pass, you know, internet things, some some things will happen for like a week or a month. And then we 
bypass it and then the cycle returns again. No. Now that they see that, okay, no, you actually have some employees that's going to call you out and actually quit the ones who you work to the bone and don't give them the right acknowledgement, the right pay, the right treatment at all. Um, Now they're being called out. That's when they want to go ahead and be like, oh, we are with you and send all this stuff. You cannot tweet and you cannot post on Instagram a post saying, you know, you're with us. But then I'm getting emails from you saying, oh, 50% off our stuff and da 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 da. And it makes no sense. So some of these companies are only speaking out because they need the black dollar, obviously, in order to survive. Some of these companies are using this moment as a marketing tool. Um, it, when I say some of these companies are, companies are using this moment as a marketing tool, I'm speaking to the companies who know good and well on a on a normal day before this happened, you were not for the black people, or at least you obviously have some, a little bit of black employees or you are black or whatever. And, you know, but you sat on a high horse and you kind of looked down and you didn't care for your other employee, your black employees or anything like that. You didn't care for your black audience. You know, you didn't really have them as a core. So now you're using this moment to be pro-black and do all this type of things, but your actions, I need to see more of your actions moving forward on actually supporting your black people, actually doing something. And I'm not just saying opening your wallets. Like, no, I'm not saying that only, but what else are you doing within the community besides just posting a black square on your Instagram? You know, and like, yes, you can use your platform as well that has a lot of followers and those type of things. But what else are you doing? Big shout out to those um, executives in those higher seats who are stepping down and giving their seats to a black person who is well-deserved. Big shout out to also those companies who are promoting their their black employer, I mean, employee, who obviously deserves that promotion or deserved it a long time ago, but just wasn't given it for a long time. That's what I'm talking about. Having those opportunities, giving those opportunities. A lot of these Um, applications, when you apply for these jobs, it'll ask you for um, your race, your sex, and those type of things. And it just mind boggles me how many jobs were taken away from someone because you saw that, oh, this person is Black. This person is Black and a female. You know what I'm saying? Like those type of things is are disgusting and big shout out to Jackie Ina who forced a, who demanded a lot of these beauty companies as well to show how many people work at your company a low percentage a very low percentage and for a long time y'all know that in the beauty companies 
shades and or foundation and um, eyeshadow palettes are very chalky and very catered to the white audience. The advertisement was very much catered to the white audience. But nowadays, you know, especially since Rihanna came out with Fenty Beauty and she had a variety of different ranges of um, uh, foundation and just quality um, eyeshadow palettes and stuff like that, you started seeing more of these, more of these beauty brands you know, cater to the black people. They use our black lingos. They are all up in, you know, these artists and black influencers, IGs, um, IG posts or IG lives, you know, oh yeah, sending their PR stuff and all stuff like that. But you only have like 5% of your company is black. It makes no sense. Absolutely makes no sense. And then there are other companies who actually do have black people, yes, or is a or are a um a black company, but the way how you treat your employees are trash. You either think that a white person or another person of color is better than that black person, or you just treat especially black women with total disrespect and it just the unfairness behind the scenes of a lot of companies are coming more into light. And I, listen, I, I, I'm very, I'm very happy that people are starting to speak out and speak about the realities of these companies, because there are a lot of younger, um, younger adults who are coming out of college, wanting to work for certain companies, wanting to be a part of a certain company have that foot into into the door in any industry, the beauty industry, music industry, entertainment overall. Um, and because on the outside, nobody, no one has spoke about what's going on in the inside. You automatically think, oh my gosh, like look how, you know, it looks so great. And look what the opportunities that they get, that they get judging based off of the IG. But really and truly, you don't know that, majority of, you know, the black employees are worked to the bone and don't have, and, are, and and is not being paid the way how they should be paid. Or this black woman or dozens of black women within the company or whatever, or however many they even have, are being assaulted, you know, or men being assaulted um, and disrespected. Now that it's coming out, hopefully, you know, this changes the dynamics of a lot of companies and how they are structured and how they do things. Um, And that's the force that I'm talking about. That's the unapologetic force that I love that people are speaking out. And I am going to get some interviews of other young individuals and their experiences in their different companies and their different um livelihoods about it because it's important just to pass that on. So help me help you. You know what I'm saying? Like hold these people accountable because a lot of them, if we don't hold them accountable, they will continue to do the same thing and think it's okay because they've got, they've gotten away with it for so long, you know? And also this movement 
is forcing the Black community to face other situations within our community, such as actually supporting Black business um, and not asking for a discount, you know, um, also the topics of being a colorist, um, classism, Black men versus Black women. I see a lot of tweets that are saying, you know, this is separating us. We need to be one during this time. And I agree, we do need to be one. But in order for us to be one, we do have to attack the different threats within our community. You don't become one when you don't become, it's like a relationship, right? You don't become one with somebody if you have a problem with them, underlying problem with them, an issue. You low-key don't like me, but because we have this one enemy, let's come together. I don't know about y'all, but personally, I'm not going to partner up with somebody that I do not like because we have a common enemy. I'm going to talk to you and we are going to either settle our differences or at least come to an agreement so that we can genuinely be together, so that we can genuinely attack the big matter at hand. You know what I'm saying? And the bet, the faster, and the the faster we can honestly acknowledge what we are going through within the black community, the better we can actually be on one accord when it comes to voting. The better we can be on one accord when it comes to actually supporting each other um, and pushing forward and not just doing it just for the moment, you know? So 2020 to me is really eye-opening and I feel like 2020 is the year of the truth. Yes, we are going through a lot of bullshit, but at the same time, if you really look at it, a lot of people are, are opening their eyes and revealing the truth and reality. A lot of people were just living in a fantasy world. And I'm not just talking about white people living in their own privileged world. I'm talking about us black people as well. There are some of us who ignore what's going on just to live up, just to continue live either, either living their better lives or just because it would just, they know that it would just take a toll on them and it's tiring. The fight is very tiring, but we have to do it. I have a blog called Diaries of a Dark Skin Girl. If you don't know already, if you don't follow it already, go ahead and follow it or IG or whatever. But um, I talk about colorism, personal colorism that I've experienced, that other people are, other women are experiencing as well. And I remember when I first made that blog in college and a lot of my peers that I went to to get their stories and, you know, to actually get that support, it was a lot of dragging their feet or it was more so of like, oh, well, I don't really want to do it because I'm light skinned. So I don't know if I can really, you know, I don't really understand. So I can't really talk about it. Like, no, you can talk about it because I need you to support me in order to bring awareness to what is demolishing within our community that's still happening till this day in our community. Whereas guys or females are using the excuse of, well, that's just my preference to cover up being colorist. No. And that's another podcast episode for another day. But we got to talk about it. How black men treat versus, I'm 
black men treating black women. You now see videos of black young black men men throwing young black girls in trash cans or hitting them in the face with skateboards just because she don't want to holler, she don't want to talk to you. Listen, the disrespect that black women receive, you you haven't even heard half of the stories. You know what I'm saying? It goes beyond sexual assault. It goes beyond being physically assaulted as well. I mean, just hurt-wise, being shot at, being, you know, called that. When we say that we're scared to even go to get our pump our gas at the gas station, we mean it. These are things that we have to talk about. And I feel like a lot of people like to sweep it under the rug or just pray about it. No, we have to actually talk about it, discuss it, get these people out of here so that we can have a better community. Speaking of getting these people out of here, canceling influencers, celebrities. Now, I already felt like a lot of us put these celebrities at a high pedestal because of the money that they get, the amount of followers that they have, and the supporters, and all stuff like that. Um, Yes, there are talented individuals, but a lot of them, (laughs) you guys are now seeing that a lot of them have a facade to put up. That's not really them. And I'm glad, like I said, 2020 is revealing the truth. Take off that color, you know, glasses or whatever, the rose colored glasses and actually see these people for who they are, human beings. Now, some of these people I feel like, you know, are very genuine and I feel like they can do better at speaking on different topics or not speaking at all, you know, um, and using their platforms in better ways. But there are others who are very just loud and wrong and been loud and wrong. And there are people, it's so funny how a lot of people who, before we deem them as ignorant or just wrong, they're sounding right. And the ones, the people who we thought was right and everything are sounding totally wrong. Um, I hope and pray that now moving forward, we stop holding these people at a high pedestal and see them as human beings and hold them accountable as well because their platform means something. They do influence other generations who don't really, really care about voting or those type of things. This is something that we have to acknowledge. This is something that we have to talk about. And I'm glad that I have this platform. I'm glad that rather it's small or whatever is going to reach out to whoever is going to listen to this. But we have to hold each other accountable in order to be one. And so I just wanted to take this, you know, a little bit of time to touch on all those specific topics and to just clear my mind on what I've been thinking of. I went to a march um, earlier this month in Orlando, and it was obviously a lot of different Caribbean people. So, of course, we were like dancing in the streets and stuff, but um, we did walk through the hood and throughout some parts of Orlando and to see the older generation come outside and cry and pray and thank us for consistently continuing to fight for justice was very heartwarming. I wanted to cry because in 2020, we are doing what they had to do. But, you know, obviously, of course, with more resources. But 
it's just I, I can just imagine how triggering it is to have to watch the their younger generation having to repeat the same thing that they had to go through, you know, protesting and being tear gassed and beaten and killed, modern day lynching. Um, I can just imagine how triggering it is. And we are just continuing to fight. So again, I just want to say that I am very proud of us for opening our eyes, for having these conversations, for, you know, pushing through and fighting, even when someone like me is tired and just mentally not there to use my platform, to use my voice. There's other ways that you guys are uplifting me and helping me get my energy back in order to get on this um, mic and speak my mind finally, even though I've tweeted and posted so many different things. But like I said in other episodes, I am going to tackle different topics regarding this and growing Liquid Era and just being unapologetically truthful as I always am. And um, I thank you guys so, so, so much. And stay tuned. For the rest of Liquid Era, I'm super excited. I'm super, super excited. And I want you guys to stay safe. Make sure you follow Liquid Era, like I said before, on IG. That's Liquid underscore Era. If you want to follow me personally on IG, um, my IG is underscore D Brady. That's D-E-E-B-R-A-Z-Y. All right. So again, this is Liquid Era. This is your girl D Brady. And I'm out. 